Hey, welcome back to Tunes Tunes Podcast. I'm your host, Harold. As always, you can follow us on social media. That's Tunes Tunes Podcast, T-U-N-E-S slash T-O-O-N-S. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you find your podcasts. Um, got Luke Atkinson in the house. What boy. I feel like sometimes when I say your name, I say it all as one. Luke Atkinson. Yeah. It's a weird syllable combination. <laughs> My birth name, Lucas James Atkinson. Jesus Christ. The third dot com. <laughs> My dog's name is Stephen Basketball Jones.com. Fun fact. Jesus Christ. Rolls off the tongue. <laughs> Luke Atkinson. I feel like I say it like that every time. Like you just have, it's like one name like Seal or something. We'll work on it. We'll get me. I need like my <laughs> Oklahoma City local celebrity name. God. Uh, well, real quick, guys, here at the top of the hour, we'll get, give a shout out to Mint Apparel. Mint Apparel has what you need if you're looking for a local shop to do screen printing, embroidery, heat press vinyl. They can even take care of your branding and logo design needs. Check them out at mintapparel.com. That's M-E-N-T-apparel.com or on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can also request a quote by emailing them directly at info at mintapparel.com. Um, well, I've been wanting to do this episode because I just saw this movie last week. Um, I wanted to go opening night, but it didn't work out, so I was like, meh. But um, I did get to see it while we are on vacation. I was pretty stoked. Pretty good. It was a good movie. Were you, uh, so Detective Pikachu, um, when I saw the trailer and like the whole like, uh, the idea of what it was, I was like, oh, I don't know about this with yeah, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. I'm like, what? <laughs> what hooked me, though, originally when I heard the concept, I'm like, okay, this is awesome. I'm into it. But remember that period of time where we thought Danny DeVito was going to be Detective Pikachu? Oh, my God. That would have been incredible. <laughs> there's a, there's some deep internet cup, uh, a cut of it actually happening, I guess, that you can you can Google. But no, I, I thought Ryan Reynolds was uh, ended up being a great choice. It's like Deadpool-ish? Yeah, that like being snarky. like, you know, too much. PG-13. Yeah, PG-13. You know. What was funny about this episode, or this uh, this movie, was I had talked to my nephew about this. Oh, it was whenever we were, you went to, we went to Aisha. Oh, yeah, remember? yeah, right. Um, I had talked to my sister-in-law about that movie, and I was like, oh, I was thinking about taking Riley to go see this. She was like, isn't that rated R? I was like, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember that? I was yeah. like, what? Yeah. No, it was, it, I mean, I feel like people associate the idea of Ryan Reynolds with more of that raunchy <laughs> Deadpool comedy. And right. I don't know. Would you, would you, I'd go watch a, a rated R Detective oh, Pikachu. Oh, hell I mean, yeah, yeah, dude. Where the Pokemon That's died. the, is that the, we'll, we'll talk about sequel later. I think I just had my sequel idea. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds will drop the, uh, the teaser. Get a little true leak detective. The t- leak the, <laughs> the trailer like you did with Deadpool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, man, like I was like so excited about this just cause like I'm a huge Pokemon fan. Um, I think with the caveat of like, I'm a staunch like Gen 1-er. Oh yeah. Which is kind of like, I don't know, that, that's kind of annoying to some people like, cause it's like, why can't you just love the whole thing? But it's just like, I guess I like really enjoy like the nostalgia of it. Mm-hmm. No, totally. And so, but I get into Gen 2, man. Like, um, I'm playing through Pokemon Gold right now on the Game Boy Color. So I'm like you know, grinding it out with those generation. But I really, I don't think I go much past, if at all, uh, Gen 2. So, like, Entei and all them. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, man, like, it was cool to see um, this take on it. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know kind of what your what your, uh, your impression of the movie was in general. I think, uh, I guess what got me in the beginning was how, I mean, we, we were coming off of the, uh, the Sonic the Hedgehog trailer, which is Jesus. rough. <laughs> it's like woof, you know. Um, <laughs> these Pokemon look great. Like they, they have the textures, the fur, the the detail that they put into the world is is so like lived in that it really puts your like immersion at a next level. You don't have that uh, that kind of check out. Uh, you're like totally invested. It feels legit. Um, so yeah, I mean, super pro, right from the get go. Um, yeah, I was totally sold. I was impressed. And uh, that, that, you know. Yeah, I thought it was cool, man. I, I really, like you said, like the, the, um, just like the world that they're in. Mm-hmm. It's not just like everything's all like pristine and like, I don't know, like in the show, I guess it would show Pokemon. And there's only so much like level of detail that they're going to put into a show like of that caliber. But like just Pikachu's just like flat yellow or whatever. Mm-hmm. But in the in the movie it's like you can see like the details of like the fur mm-hmm. and like I don't know, it's just there's just yeah, it was it's just got another level of production to like it. Eyebrows. 
and yeah. cheeks. I mean, you know, it's it's like that level level of detail to sell those emotions. Yeah, um, I really like the way that they executed it. Just because I was like, man, it, it can go so wrong mm-hmm. and has before when they yeah. try to do not really like anime per se, because technically I guess Pokemon is an anime, but um, I don't know, just like animation in general when they try to put do a live action. Yeah. Uh, movie of it you're like ooh, like well it's got to be tough too for like the actors to uh interact with you know like green screen things or right. or you know you see uh what was that it was a groot uh right in, in guardians it was like a, a dude with a green screen with a giant tree on his head like nine feet up or whatever um i, I think they did a great job working together and, and and selling you know the fact that uh you know there's times where he holds pikachu or pets it or whatever you know they interact right. physically with the pokemon and you can totally i don't know just looks real yeah i think they did a great job because it was just like one of those things was like and i i felt like i was gonna off the bat i was really gonna like be able to see how i felt about it and i think from the beginning i was like oh this is mm-hmm. done pretty yeah. well actually yeah and, and i think beyond the visuals like obviously that's a great entry point for you but it wasn't like a Pokemon movie that's getting shoved down your throat to the point where it's like, if you don't know what Pokemon is, you're totally lost. This is one of those, like, family-friendly, your mom's going to get it kind of films, you know? Uh, everybody could find a jumping-in point to this, even if their reason for going was, like, they just wanted to see cute animals on the screen. Totally acceptable. You can do that. Right on. Yeah, I think anybody, it was, like, one of those ones, like you were saying, it's just kind of a cool, um, just for, like, the sake of the plot or whatever, not giving mm-hmm. too much away. It was just like not, not something that you had to know what this was when you came in. Yeah. Because there's definitely a lot of that whenever you get into a movie like this. Um, the de- and with something that has like such a following and like all these different stories and stuff that, you know, at a certain point you have to like be adept up to a point to know like when, when things happen. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I don't understand that because I don't know, like, all this background. Yeah. I feel like this, like, if you have a generic idea of Pokemon in general, yeah. when you go see this movie, you're like, oh, okay, cool. I may not know every single name of every Pokemon they've featured in this, yeah. um, but um, I can follow the story because it's not like, oh, I, I'm missing something. Like, I don't know a part of this. And, yeah, I think that was another interesting point was, like, the Pokemon that they ended up featuring in the movie was like, oh, it's like a good spread of like older yeah. older ones and newer ones. Mm-hmm. And of course, like the big hits had to be in there. Yeah, for sure. Um, battling was not a huge part of the movie, which I think was an interesting take because you get to see, I think they definitely had some Pokemon that they wanted to show outside of the battle. Um, but then, you, you know, you get to see some cool uh, action moves too, which is, yeah, nice balance. Yeah, I like the, like, like you said, um, took the words right out of my mouth. Like, I like the balance of it. Like, mm-hmm. it's not all just completely, um, we want to showcase, like, all the battles in this. So here's, like, all of our budget, and it's going to be wall-to-wall battles, which would have been tight. Yeah, tighter. yeah, yeah. But it is also cool to see, like, that world-building and the interaction with the environment and them interacting with the Pokemon and not, like, a um, like a battle context mm-hmm. yeah that's pretty cool i enjoyed that a lot um i thought the actors that they had in this were pretty great yeah. um uh, uh you know lesser known people um uh, except for one like the police chief is, yeah what's that guy's name ken is it uh one well, yeah yeah, yeah. Watanabe. he's gonna be in the he was in the godzilla preview before the Dude, movie he's getting uh, some work bro. yeah for sure i think the first thing i saw him in was um inception yeah, you're right. He was an inception. And so that that was the first thing I saw him in, or that I can remember. Um, but yeah, you always have like that thing of like, this is the first thing I saw them in, and then yeah. you realize later, like a movie you saw. Oh my gosh, when they're in everything. You you're see like, them oh, all shit. the time. Yeah, you're like, damn, I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, and I knew them from that long ago. But that was, um, I remembered him from that movie, and like, of course, pretty much everything I see him in is great. Yeah, I think the acting was great. He's a favorite of a, what's his name, uh, Christopher Nolan. Yeah, Christopher Nolan. Yeah. Um, you're right, man. There were some like new names that got some solid starts, a uh, good start to their career. And then you had, yeah, some old favorites. Um, gosh, uh, I don't know what else you could say about the acting without getting into the spoiler realm, which we'll do right. later. Right, but right. No, I think, I think just overall, man, it was, it was a fun movie, especially as a, like a summer movie. Um, you don't have to see this in theaters. This is a great rent at home. I don't know. It's just one of those movies. It's just, you know, put it on, for fun, it's it's gonna be uh, right. you know chill. I I think like 
the other thing about the acting, it doesn't have to be like, you know, Oscar yeah, award winning right. shit, but it's like, it had a, it was like, it could have been dangerously close to being corny. Yeah, right. And it wasn't. I think that's what, yeah, what you and I are getting at is that it is, it's that it, they were just right on that line of it being uh, not taking itself too seriously, but also not like totally goofing off. Right on. Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, I think that'll wrap up kind of just like this, the initial, like what we thought as far as like um, first impressions and everything up to, you know, like you said earlier, everything up to the point of like, we can't really get into that without spoilers. So for everyone listening, uh, if you haven't seen it now, we're going to get into like the spoiler territory where we kind of go through some of the major scenes and setup and stuff and plot points of the movie. So if you have not seen it and you do not want it to be spoiled, uh, go watch it and then come back and listen. Yeah, press pause, <laughs> run to the theater, and then come back. Boom. Easy. There you, you can go. make a day out of that. You can make a day out of it. This is just an hour and a half long movie, I know. maybe. You know? Yeah, it wasn't too bad. Um, so, yeah, we're getting into the spoiler section here. So, here we go. I don't really have a transition for that. Um, but, yeah, man. Um, so, like we were saying, it was like a really cool way that they kind of built this world and introduced us into the story. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that. Uh, Tim Goodman is like the name of the character that's mm-hmm. the main character in the movie. Justice um, Smith? Yeah, Justice Smith, Smith yeah. is uh, the character, or the uh, the actor, and um, Tim Goodman is the character. Yeah. But yeah, he's a insurance salesman. Um, you kind of are introduced to the idea that he's not really into, like, having Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. And so that was pretty interesting. I, I really like that plot point, like, that he's, yeah. like, Almost kind of like jaded, just but you find out throughout the throughout the story of like why he mm-hmm. he kind of feels that way. It's interesting because it's kind of very incredibly briefly in the video game, you play a character that doesn't have a Pokemon, and there's some of that like social anxiety slash need to fit in, to, and you need a Pokemon. So you know they kind of tackle that right off the bat, and I think for your Pokemon uh, nerds out there like us. Uh, the, the, it opens with him trying to catch a cubo and his friends trying to help him out. And we know just through like the Pokédex um, that the Cubone is uh, wearing the skull of its mother. Right. And so that, you know, tips you off at the very beginning that uh, that Tim's in a similar situation. And uh, yeah, you, you, you get that vibe from him that he's like avoiding the real life issues, selling insurance, and there's some funny jokes uh, along that. But, uh, but yeah, through this adventure, he finally gets to confront the things that are keeping him back, um, which we get to see played out through, like, owning a Pokemon. There's a lot of, like, yeah. meta or whatever that's uh, around it that's, that plays out. Yeah, that, that first scene where he's, like, his friend's trying to get him to catch a Cubone is interesting because, like, it's not, it's not it doesn't, like, beat you over the head with, like, the fact that it's, yeah. like, he saw his mom, which we find out. Um but it's just like a cool parallel to see like, oh, you know, this is interesting that mm-hmm. they kind of have that in common. And then there's like that deeper, that deeper uh, level of it that is, yeah. He's like, layers. He's like, like yeah. ogres have like layers. Shrek. I was about, yeah, nice. We're on the same <laughs> wavelength. This is a Shrek podcast um, now. Yeah, Shrek cast. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that that's kind of where we're um, introduced. And then um, not long after that, you know, there's just kind of like a funny interaction there. He tries to catch it and doesn't mm-hmm. catch it. But um, he gets a call and has is told that um, his dad passed away. Yeah. And so um, we find out later that he lost his mom, too, through, mm-hmm. you know, like ex- expository uh, storytelling or whatever yeah, it's called, yeah. exposition. Um, but um, initially it's just like, oh, okay, he has a father and he's not there in the picture. Um, but he found out that he um, had passed away. And so then um, I think he leaves pretty much immediately after yeah, that yeah, he to, does. to head to um, we, uh, Rhyme City. Yeah, we immediately get to see him hop on the train. And I think we see that first um, real visual kind of connection between like the physical and that CGI world where he gets licked in the face by the lick-a-tongue. Right. And, just, and it's just covered in, in spit. And uh, it, it, looks, it looks pretty convincing. Um, and from there, yeah, we see him enter the city and immediately you get to see, um, like billboards, posters, flyers, uh, you name it, like the things that you would expect walking in the downtown of a city 
you see these like Pokemonized versions of it and the Pokemon walking around and uh, introduces you to this, this world, this bigger idea that it's not just about Pokemon hunting, that they uh, live alongside humans and contribute. And uh, uh, I, I forget where he, does he go straight to the police station? Yeah, I think there? he goes straight to the precinct where he meets yeah. um, the, um, the detective or who is it? Um, it's Ken Wantanabe. Yeah. And his uh, uh, detective Hideo mm-hmm. Yoshida. He's the um, the like the head detective there at the. He's the police lieutenant, and um, uh, he is just kind of telling. Um, he's telling Tim like what happened like to his dad and stuff. Yeah, and um, he's trying to like make goody goody with him or whatever. But right. he, um, but Tim's not interested in that. He's just like, can I get my shit? And, yeah. Yeah. Um. That was pretty funny, that scene with Schnubble, though. Right. Schnubble. And it was one of those, uh, again, and a few more times through the movie, they always, a lot of people bring up, why doesn't he have a Pokemon? Like, that's, that's you know. Right, because this like world is super thing. weird. Right. It's uh, uncommon. And I think that um, reminding him of that kind of social anxiety that he's not fitting in puts him in that situation where he's totally not interested in listening and just wants to get out. And right. Get his dad's stuff and go home and sell insurance. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So then he leaves, and then he meets... Um, what is her name? Lucy Stevens, right? Yeah, yeah, the reporter gal? Yeah, Lucy That's Stevens. She's a her, yeah. junior reporter um, accompanied by her side dog. She's played by Catherine Newton. Catherine Newton. Um, but yeah, she uh, she's kind of like, I don't know, reminds me of a Misty type character, I guess. Yeah, yeah. You know, I did notice that um, there's not like um, your, your, your Pokemon cast or whatever. I was trying to think. Uh, yeah, there's not like Ash, yeah, Misty, we're, we're, and Brock. But there are some people who kind of represent that a little True. bit. And yeah. There was, a, there was a little bit like I, I think part of me had to realize like uh, you tell myself like, oh, this is, you know, kind of a kid's movie. <laughs> I need to stop thinking about it too much. She was definitely that like uh, romantic interest from the get-go. Right. Kind of that like, I don't know, Disney level love interest, the way they, they fall put in them love together. in an hour and a half. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, she's, uh, kind of an upcoming go-getter doing some investigative journalism at, at, uh, his dad's house. Um, and I think that's where we get introduced to her character and the, uh, the idea that she's again, criticizes him for not having a Pokemon or whatever. Um, yeah, sets herself up as a big part of the story, uh, which will unfold and be important toward the end, more of her role for her job. Uh, introduce some conflict, you know, but uh, I, you, you get to the apartment. It's been, it's, it's not trash. It's just poorly looked after, right? Right. It's, it's, it's just a sign of it's, the dad's yeah, just, disheveled. It's lived right. in, disheveled. And, and then, then that's uh, where we're introduced to Pikachu. Pikachu. And then like all the kids gasp in the theater. Right. You know, it's, it's uh, the reason you're here. Star of the show. <laughs> there he is. Oh, before <laughs> that he though, he, Opens, uh, Tim opens like the oh, you're vial. Oh, you right, the vial. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. It has a mysterious bottle with the letter R on it. Yeah, which, um, were you disappointed? That it wasn't Team when Rocket? Team Rocket. Like, I thought, you see I was the like, R, are you like, oh, oh, Team Rocket? Team Rocket. Motherfuckers. No, and I thought. Where is Jesse and James, goddammit? Quick jump ahead. I thought that girl with the pink sleeves with the sunglasses, that I thought that Jessie. was Jesse. Yeah. That's funny. That, I wish it would have been. That yeah. would have been tight. Yeah. yeah I yeah, was yeah. thinking maybe when I saw that R, I was like, shoot. I think that was the, the yeah, like we said, like uh, kind of an amalgamation of characters. Right. Um, I feel like, okay, I can't say, I, I, I can say his name, but I don't know. Is it Bill Nighy? Nighy, yeah. Nighy, okay. That's how I say it. Because like I didn't want to like Bill Nye. <laughs> Bill Nighy. Davy Jones himself. Um, even I, I, He's that kind of, uh, he and his kid, I guess, technically, are like, Team Rocket, but you know all of like Giovanni yeah. and some of the mashed together. I was thinking and, Giovanni. I was like, I yeah, was wondering yeah. whenever they jump ahead, like you're saying, but whenever they show them, I was like, oh shit, I wonder if this is yeah. Giovanni. Yeah, and I wonder if they were gonna use that name, but they didn't. But that's yeah, fine. yeah. Um, but yeah, so he opens that vial, and it you you see it kind of infect these apums that are outside mm-hmm. of the apartment, and they get angry. It's, it's exposition of showing like, oh, here's what the stuff is. Here's what it does. This Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it was cool. It's not too like on the nose, or, yeah. like, corny like that. You got to build it in somehow to kind of show the effect that this stuff has in right. Pokemon. He meets uh, the Pikachu and finds out that um, that Pikachu, 
he can understand him. Yeah. He can talk to him. Do I yeah, I forget. Was that ever explained in the movie? Yeah. That that only he could listen to. That he oh yeah, hear? see, I was I thought that it, we'll get to that. Okay. Because I thought yeah, that same the, thing. Yeah. I was like, what the hell? Why I forget how they explained it. Yeah. That that only no, they could talk. Well, to that each other. part I don't remember if that was explained. I yeah. thought you were talking about yeah. something else, but yeah, yeah I was like, why? Because later on you see a Pokemon talking to a, a person, and it's just the Pokemon talking. Yeah. And I'm like, but. Okay. Anyway, yeah, and in the we're movie, jumping ahead. A couple times they uh, <laughs> they ask him like, "Whoa, can you like people in the street when he falls out of the building and he's walking away and that Pikachu is following him and they're talking? People start to assume he's crazy because he's talking to his Pokemon right. like it can actually you know have a conversation." Right. Right. Um, yeah. So that was really confusing. I was like, "Okay." <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Anyway, so he could talk to the Pikachu. Um, they realized that um, they can work together. Um, he tells um, Tim that he was his father's partner, mm -hmm. and, but he has lost his memory. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they go, um, I think after that is whenever they escape the APOM, and then they go uh, to the cafe, and that's where it's, that's where uh, Pikachu tells him that he's has amnesia or whatever. Yeah. He was his partner. Um, but, yeah, um, so through that, they're, like, trying to figure out the next step to investigate, like, what happened mm -hmm. to uh, his dad. Yeah. And um, they think, oh, well, this chick Lucy, she might know some stuff because she already had kind of some uh, details yeah. of what was going on and was already kind of looking for the story already. Yeah. Um, so I like that. I like that part. Um, so, yeah, um, they go. Uh, the um, the hat has his name on it. I thought that mm -hmm. was a cool little touch. Um, so then they look for Lucy and then um, uh, he... They find her, and she tells them that she was he was at the certain place, the Rhyme Wharf. Yeah. And then, um, so then they go there to get clues. Every um, good detective story has a wharf. Yeah. Here, <laughs> some sort of like dark An inlet, naval, something, coastal, some something. ocean yeah. setting or something. Yeah, you have to. <laughs> no, yeah, you're right, man. Some, and this sets up, gums, I think, the, uh, was it shoe gum, gumshoe? Gum yeah, shoe. some gumshoe stories. I think this sets up my. Probably my favorite scene in the, in the whole movie. Oh, yeah, the Mr. Mind. And it gets a little dark. It's definitely, there are pockets of this movie that are for the adults sitting <laughs> for in, the, sure. in the audience. Well, why don't you talk through this scene? So, it's pretty funny. So you roll up and, and, and you know, Pikachu uh, tells them there's a, a Mr. Mime and he's getting away. And you see the mime, he's, you know, pantomiming, <laughs> running. And they're like, oh, no, he's getting on a bike. And he gets on this motorcycle. He speeds away and then he crashes. You know, funny, you know, funny jokes there. It's All pretty the kids hilarious. Laugh. But what really gets good is when they go to interrogate him, the Mr. Mime throws up this box and, you know, he's not cooperating and uh, they have to do some, like, very funny, goofy, low-key arm twisting to get him to talk. <laughs> some uh, Guantanamo Bay <laughs> yeah, type yeah. shit. Yeah, they, uh, they entertain this idea that he's in the glass house and as they, like, play along with his pantomime, they realize that's how they can actually interact with him. And so uh, Tim gets the information he needs from him by playing along but where it gets dark and what I think is funny, they trap him inside of this box, kind of like this house, and Tim starts to pretend to dump this liquid on him. And uh, Pikachu is like, are you, I think he says something like, are you, are you pouring water on him? What are you doing? And then Tim's like, no, gasoline. And then walks out of this fake house, pantomimes <laughs> putting it on the ground and lighting a match, which Mr. Mime freaks out, spills the beans. And it's funny because the scene concludes where Tim just stops pantomiming, but by doing so, like, drops the drops match. Drops the match. And immediately you see Mr. Mime react like he's going to get, you know, blown up and right. cut the scene. That was pretty hilarious. everybody in the in the theater just loses it because they realize that he just burned this Pokemon alive. <laughs> yeah, that definitely cracked me up. I was like, wow, yeah. that was so funny. Um, that was one of those uh, moments, too, where, the, where you really appreciate the visual that like Mr. Mime looked good, his his hair was bouncy, whatever, you know, kind of like believable textures right, and things. Right. But but his his shoulder pads were like uh, kickball material, and and it looks so legit. It, yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, really, oh, that really was cool, cool. I like to that. look at. I like that scene too. Yeah. So uh, through the interrogation, they find out that um, one of the last places Harry had been was at that that underground fighting arena. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that's where we um, we run into. Uh, a Charizard who had previously lost a battle to that Pikachu. Mm -hmm. um, 
Because I guess it scarred his face or something. Yeah, something like that. From, the, Left from one him, of the attacks. Uh, yeah, yeah, cut up. It was pretty cool, though. Um, but yeah, so like the the guy that's like um, running like the little... Because it's illegal to battle in the city. Yeah. Um, just because it's like a, you know, whatever. Pokemon are people, too. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, within the within the city, it's yeah. like outlawed to fight or whatever. Um, but yeah, so... Um, they go and Omar Chaparro is the the actor that plays Sebastian, um, and he owns the Charizard. And um, I guess he tells him like he will give him the secret or whatever, or tell him what they want to know if they battle the Charizard. Yeah. And yeah. So that was a pretty interesting scene. The first little like real yeah taste a of like fan a battle service going to see some of uh, you know what it's like to battle. I thought it was interesting how they held back on the destruction. Like the Charizard had some you know, dope moves, a lot of fire involved, but it wasn't like like Game of Thrones, Drogon's grenade breath, destroying the castle. Like, it was a little restrained. Right. Which ended up, I think, working for the movie. Um, but another great detail of Pokemon interacting with real life, how they adapted them in the movie, it was so clever. Um, I forget the name of the Pokemon. This is one of those, like, Gen 2s that I just don't know. Uh, the, the beatbox. They're, 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 they're boom boxes. Oh, yeah, those are pretty that cool. That was really cool. Um I, I try to. I'm trying to remember what other Pokemon were were in the scene, or any like, you know, because because there's a, a whole lot. I, to jump back just a little bit, you've got like the Snorlax sleeping in the street while the Machamp right. tries to direct traffic around it. Right. Jigglypuff is singing to a guy in the cafe and mad when he falls asleep. <laughs> just like that level of of you know background cameos right. are also solid through the whole movie. And build, it's like helping to build the world. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, um, we see Sebastian give the Charizard some of that same purple. Purple yes. drink mm -hmm. and the R, yeah. the purple drink. It's lean. The secret, <laughs> secret uh, weapon was lean. Oh man! Um, so we see him give him some of the um, some of that purple gas, and uh, it like amps the Charizard to fuck it. And then yeah. of course the battle ensues, and find out because he has amnesia, he doesn't remember any of his moves. But that was kind of a cool thing too, because it builds in that um, Tim does love Pokemon because yeah. he's like, oh, your attacks are this, this, and this. Tries to coach him up. And so I was like, oh, okay, well, you know the you know the moves. And there's a little bit of exposition like that, too, whenever, like, they are mm -hmm. in the room yeah. later. Yeah. And it's like, you see all the Pokemon stuff, and his dad has you made You get some room. flashbacks, right. you know, with the interactions of the mom and so the dad So you see that he loved and, Pokemon when yeah. he was growing up. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's kind of the interesting thing. I don't know if we if that was before or after this, but we find out that um, his dad left them to take this job to be a detective. Mm-hmm. And um, it's kind of implied, like, I guess the way that Tim takes is that he loves the Pokemon more than he loves his family. Yeah. And, you know, we, we do find out later in the movie that the the option was on the table for Tim to go to. Right. But so so it's kind of like, you know, Tim's, from Tim's point of view, it's like his dad abandoned him. But, uh, but yeah, we, we kind of see that he's kind of a little bit of an unreliable narrator and that the option was on the table for him. It was just the the... I guess context of his age and his and Luna's and his mom um, just kept him from, yeah, ever kind of uh, growing up in a way, you know, pursuing right. his goals. He just kind of stuck, and that was like, yeah, a lot of Tim's right. uh, character development is is that embracing the unknown and and you know taking that leap sort of right. thing. Mm -hmm. Well, after that, um, during the battle, uh, Tim jumps in to help Pikachu, and then accidentally. They infect the whole joint yeah. with the purple gas, yeah. and then the cops show up. <laughs> yeah. So that was pretty funny. That scene was pretty hilarious yeah. at the end. And then um, he kicks. Uh, there's like a magic art. He kicks it. Oh right, uh, that was a, yeah. <laughs> that was solid. That was uh, a, another kind of um, Pokemon insider. The magic art breaks out of the aquarium, right? right. And, and then uh, somebody says something like like to the effect of like use the magic art, let him battle or whatever. He's a water type. And then the detective Pikachu. Uh, jokes about has the most useless Pokemon in the universe, and he and kicks him, kicks some ass later. But I think, uh, I think in the cartoon, James kicks a magic yeah, carp, yeah, and it evolves uh -huh. into a Gyarados. Right. And so that was kind of a cool mm -hmm. nod. And I feel like some, like here and there, you get little nods to, yeah, uh, for sure, the, little, to the little old school, of, mm -hmm. yeah, video game and cartoon. You know, you got some references in there. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, um, Sebastian. Um, tells Tim that he got R from the doctor Yeah. before uh, the cops show up. And um, so they get taken in and um, they go back and see the detective uh, Hideo Yoshida 
Detective Yoshida, the Ken Watanabe's character, mm-hmm. and talked to him about, oh, you know, we think my dad might be alive. Yeah. Um, but um, up to this point, we've kind of seen, like, it, it starts out at the very beginning of the movie. We see there's, like, this car crash. Yeah. Um, with Mewtwo and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We get introduced to Mewtwo early on. I forgot at what I forgot point about he that, came yeah. in. And so um, uh, uh, Yoshida shows him the surveillance footage of his car, like, flipping the hell over. Yeah. And so he's like, we get that basically kind of, tell him, uh, like, dude, he didn't survive. Yeah, we get those bad guy vibes from Mewtwo. You know, the, the movie does a good job of misdirecting us, too, because there there's a period of time you think that uh, the detective is part of the cover-up. I kind of thought that. Yeah, I was yeah. like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then, uh, you know, you feel like um, uh, Bill Nye's character was, uh, was this benevolent overlord dude, founder of the city. There was a cover-up by the cops, and, uh, and Mewtwo is the bad guy. But, uh, yeah, it does a good job flipping that on his head. Yeah, I thought that you know. for sure. Yeah, yeah. Which was cool. My my expectations were definitely subverted. Okay, I felt like I was watching Game of Thrones. Oh yeah, no, it's uh, <laughs> what's it with D and D? Except I didn't hate it. Vin- yeah, they um, I'm just <laughs> they had writing credits. Uh, if you look That's real funny. close, there's water bottles everywhere. <laughs> if only. Lots of disappointment. Um, so after that, after they talk to the detective, um, they're meeted. They're they're meeted. They're uh, they're met um, with uh, Miss Norman. That's um, uh, Howard Clifford, benef- the that's his assistant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she brings him um, to them, which we're kind of I think we're introduced to them earlier with uh, with um, what is the girl character? I, like keep forgetting everyone. I forget her name too. Yeah, movie. yeah. Um, damn, what was her name? Oh, Lucy. Lucy. So Lucy's like her job is like with at this like news network or whatever, mm-hmm. like a. She's like, like an intern. She's like an intern. Yeah. Like low level person. And they're shooting something. The father and the son in this movie that are like the benefactors yeah. of like are, are apparently like love Pokemon and everything. Yeah. Um, they're shooting a uh, promo, and that's when we're introduced to, to that um, to the dad. Was his name Howard? I think so. Yeah, Howard. And and the son's a jerk in the scene. Yeah, which gives you those bad guy vibes too. Right. You know, some sort of corporate double cross. Exactly. Um, so Howard had uh, come up with had like had some ailment, and apparently had been cured by like Pokemon working doing with Pokemon. Stuff. Yeah. yeah, I was like, okay, whatever. <laughs> that didn't make a ton of sense to me. But I was just like, whatever. Um, so yeah, um, they show him. They show up uh, to his office, and um, that's where he shows him shows uh, uh, Pikachu and Tim uh, more footage of that of that uh, crash. Mm-hmm. And so he had like this. That was actually pretty cool too. That it's like little, little AR deck, the or AR something. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, projection that mm-hmm. they did, where he had like a better view of the uh, yeah of the crash. And so, um, which it looks like, and um, uh, he reveals to us too that he's the guy that hired Tim's dad. Oh right, right. He hired he hired Harry. Yeah. And so um, classic misdirect. <laughs> and so uh, yeah, what appears in this uh, in this in this. Um, AR, like recreation, whatever. Mm-hmm. It looks like Mewtwo basically just like blew him the fuck up. Yeah. And so you're like, oh shit. So then um, after that, um, Lucy, Tim, and Pikachu and Psyduck head to uh, the site of that, um, the attack, which mm-hmm. was where we saw, um, first saw, you know, who who we can assume is Harry in a charger leaving and then gets attacked by, by looks like it look, he gets attacked by Mewtwo. Yeah. And, um, yeah, man, um, of course that's like, just, just seems like the logical next step for them. Like go back to scene, to the scene of the crash, um, with like the new information they have. I was surprised. And I I guess maybe the movie kind of revealed that maybe this was the point that they, they will sneak right in. It's totally abandoned. Nobody's there. Um, there's a camera watching them and we, and we see, um, Howard's son, uh, in a, in a black SUV. SUV. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of SVU, so I get my acronyms mixed up. No, he's in this SUV, and uh, Roger. nobody really. Yeah, Roger. Nobody really does anything about it. Like they just kind of let them. You know, uh, I was trespass. I was also. I was like, is there not any fucking guards? Yeah, there? yeah. Like, this is like all this Area shit 51 that you were like mad that they to these got. guys. Yeah. So yeah, they 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 check the place out, and we get some more of that cool AR. Uh, reconstructing the, right. the process of creating Mewtwo. 
which was which was cool. And uh, we what, there were other science experiments. There were the Greninja. There were the um, oh, I'm blanking on the name of the turtles. Torterra. Torterra. Um, do we see anything else? I think that was it. I think it was just those just two. The, yeah. Just those two. But uh, Lucy goes off and does her own thing. We see Tim and Pikachu. They get to watch the the history, the making of Mewtwo documentary. Yeah, the do- Dr. Anne Laurent. Yeah. Um, which was cool that they mentioned here. It was like, oh, we've caught him. Uh, he escaped 20 years ago from yeah. the Kanto region. Yeah. I was like, yeah, bro! Yeah. Shout out. I was like, about nut in the movie theater whenever they said that part. I was like, Madison, <laughs> this is a nod back to the other movie. Yeah. It's a, whoever you go to this movie with, either make sure they like Pokemon too, or they're enamored enough with the cute animals that they don't mind you, like reaching <laughs> over like, hey, this is a secret for the video game. And, yeah. Uh, this is the, you know. Which was like, that's kind of Madison. Madison's like a casual yeah. like Pokemon. Well, yeah. I don't think she really gives a fuck, but she knows I love it. So she's like, I think Meredith is more check like, it out. Uh, okay. I don't oh, think cool. Meredith okay. could give two shits. Probably yeah. she was. She was <laughs> if I really, had to guess. She loved Pikachu. She really. She really enjoyed <laughs> the, mo- the movie, which is again kind of a testament. Like you know, people don't have to really be into Pokemon right. to uh, to get it. But uh, yeah, the, if you go with an extreme nerd like we are, you're gonna get that backstory. It's like watching Game of Thrones with me. Like I'm right. gonna tell you, well, this <laughs> this happened in the books. So <laughs> give you little side stories. Um. But yeah, so then at that point, um, they're being watched by Roger, and he kind of activates these Greninjas, mm-hmm. which um, at this point, do we we don't know that the gas is like mind control stuff, do we? No, I can't remember. If we uh, I think we still just assume that it's like making them hyper aggressive, angry, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the rage. So yeah, uh, they're attacked by all the Greninja, and then they uh, chase them out the building. And then, um, which was insane because of that chase scene. Yeah. And then uh, freaking Psyduck gets his time to shine. That yeah. was awesome. Yeah. They, and he uh, blows him the shit up. Been teasing the headache for the whole movie. And then he finally, <laughs> yeah, finally lets loose. Um, now, this was, for me, I think a scene that went on a little too long. Yeah, that, well, I was kind of thinking that too. I was like, okay, this could have been wrapped up in like five minutes. Yeah, because then the Torteras start to emerge. Because, you know, earlier they're like... There's a Torterra garden. Yeah, that's weird. What, what kind of experiment they're doing here? And then it's like, oh, they're as big as a mountain. They're the entire yeah. continent. They're just these Torteras. <laughs> the entire ground that they're on gets up and it's huge. I think it's That like, blew my mind. I was that like, was, that was really cool. It was a cool payoff to see that. But then it was also like eight minutes for right. them to rise out of the ground. Well, they, you, yeah... Um, Lots of side note of rocks. something I don't think we mentioned earlier was that when they walked in and there was those um, the ninja Pokemon and those Torteras, it shows individually things that are being enhanced, uh, presumably by this purple stuff yeah, or this yeah. company. And um, yeah, it was like sized enhancement for the Torteras, yeah, and they're like, yeah. oh, I guess they're kind of big. Yeah, but yeah. That was totally like a red herring. You're right. like, shit. No, they're they're massive. So yeah, that's kind of the other thing is that they're trying to 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 manipulate the evolution of Pokemon. And I guess that's a lot, you know, that that kind of storytelling device, I guess, is pretty common of I guess a detective story. You know, there's lots right. of false leads and right, you're right, surprised right. by the twist, even if it's a small one. True. You know. Um, yeah, for sure, man. It was uh it was kind of a red herring, but it was cool though. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so um so uh yeah, during that during that attack or whatever, um, Pikachu gets injured, and um, that's when uh, Tim, you know, kind of is embracing his connection with Pokemon, and um, the Bulbasaur shows up, which I love that scene. Yeah, I love Bulbasaur. Yeah, and he's like, "Can you help me? <laughs> like, take me to a healing Pokemon?" And uh, so they, uh, um, that's where. Um, what is the girl's name? Lucy. Lucy. That's where Lucy, <laughs> Lucy leaves yeah. him. Yeah. He's like, "Oh, we'll meet you back at the car or whatever, so you can take." you know, be alone with Pikachu in this bubbles or whatever. So, you know, he's following the Pikachu and you think it's taking him towards um, like a healing, some sort of healing, some sort of healing Pokemon. And uh, lo and behold, he takes him all the way to Mewtwo. to Mewtwo. Oh my oh, God. No. Yeah. Uh, which I actually like this interaction. Um, they show, uh, you know, he like blasts him or whatever with the Psy attack. And, um, over the course of him kind of showing him what happened that night, mm-hmm. um, he gets interrupted by Roger capturing Mewtwo. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh, shit. But I thought this whenever I first saw it was like, oh, man, they didn't see that whole vision. So I think I think something more like yeah. happened. Mm-hmm. 
And so, because he got cut off before the end of it. Yeah. And so I was thinking, oh, shit. I wonder if something, like, they missed something yeah. that that vision wasn't quite done. So I like the way they did that. And, you know, Mewtwo kind of interacting with him. I've always loved Mewtwo as a character. Yeah. And by the time they capture him, he's already kind of tipped his hand that he's, like, a good guy. Right? We kind of right. started to get the good vibes. Like, he was starting to help. Yeah. And, well, and kind reveal like the mystery. It's, it's kind of... He's kind of like, I think at that point you're still not quite sure. Yeah, I think he kind of leads on like, hey, everything is not what you think it is. And then right. blam, he gets gets zapped up. Um, so yeah. Um but at the point where it's cut off, it makes it look like um that Pikachu was basically like double crossing. He was in there. on it, yeah. 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 So it was like, oh shit. So then they kind of um split up. And Tim heads out with uh, Lucy and Psyduck. Yeah. And let Pikachu do his thing as uh, they head back to Rhine City. So I think it was interesting. I, I like the way they kind of like interjected that. And it's just setting up like that third act, basically. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, um, we follow Pikachu and he's, it goes to the scene of the crash. Um, he kind of has like a flashback. He's like, oh shit, I've been here. And this yeah. is where that, that crash happened. And so um, uh, he ends up finding proof that. Uh, it wasn't Mewtwo that attacked him. It was those Greninjas. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. um, you're kind of like, you don't really see what's happening in the movie, like in one that shows you the wreck or whatever. Um, you see that uh, um, the Greninjas were the ones that attacked that the car that Harry was driving. And yeah. Caused them to fly off the road. And then Mewtwo actually attacks the Greninjas yeah. to, to save Harry. So I was like, oh shit. Okay, that's crazy. Um, but it's like that frame story because then Pikachu's like, oh, shit, I need to go find yeah, Tim. Yeah. But Tim has already gone back to Howard to mm-hmm. report what has happened but learns too late that, uh, that you know, Howard was actually yep. a bad guy. The mask comes off. Oh, my God. Howard reveals the plan. Dun, dun, dun. Like any good guy or like any good villain will. Yeah. Yeah. Once he knows. Let me tell you my whole plan. Here. It's it's yeah it's the classic monologue. He's got the you know Pikachu's. He thinks Pikachu's out of the picture now. Um, so they have that mind control yeah, thing yeah. where you can tap into the consciousness. There's a big he, parade happening down on the street. Yeah, uh, celebrating his. It was the founding of the city, right? Yeah, it's like, like the, ten years something the philanthropy like that. Of yeah, like his, yeah, the city that they founded where you can. So battle. everybody's got their Pokemon out. They're all hanging out. Balloons, Macy Day. Yeah, Macy's. You know, it did remind me of like thing. Macy's. Yeah, yeah. So, I think there is actually like a direct call out to the Pikachu balloon. If not, that is like the balloon that they use in the parade or whatever. But yeah, oh, it's cool. super vibe, a similar vibe. You know, yeah, I like that. Um, I like the way they they set it all up. But yeah, that that's like we learned that the 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 um the balloons are filled with that purple gas yeah. in order to to uh that the Pokemon are combined with the uh. Yeah, we've that's where we finally find out. Like, yeah, it makes Pokemon go a little crazy, but it's also what initiates that, they lose that their mind will. transfer. Yeah, they, yeah. They, that's what. Yeah, they right. go into the they, sunken place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so, so then uh, Howard, as Mewtwo, uh, takes over all their minds and combines the people with the Pokemon, thinking this is the future. This is what needs to be done, and uh, yeah, it just starts wreaking havoc so yeah everybody's combined with their pokemon and that was like what kind of what you're mentioning earlier it was like did i cannot remember if they ever like explained why tim could understand pikachu yeah but because like in this scene um lucy is combined with psyduck and it like gets her voice but it just is like psyduck yeah saying psyduck. right right like, it's not like now Psyduck can talk in his yeah. voice. So that yeah. was kind of confusing yeah. to me. I'm like, because we find out that, uh, we find out later something about about a mute, or about a Pikachu yeah. that we did not see coming. Which, okay, when we get to it, I will say <laughs> what I did see coming, and when it happens, like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. of course. Oh, of course. Um, so, yeah, it's like it's making the Pokemon docile enough that they can, like, get into their owners so, like, yeah. humans can evolve within their Pokemon. Or Except him. He does not have a Pokemon because exactly. he's a loser. <laughs> loser. Um, but, yeah, Pikachu, of course, shows up and starts uh, fucking shit up, um, battling Mewtwo and everything. And then um, 
the um, it, we're shown that Roger is not in all actuality Roger. Right. Because there's an earlier scene. I don't think we mentioned it, but there's a ditto. A very, like, not even, like, prominently featured. Which is why I didn't mention it, but yeah. it was important to mention that we should have mentioned it. But it was back when, uh, back when Tim goes to get Lucy's info at the uh, yeah, studio. Yeah, at the studio. And that was the biggest reveal for me. Like, all of the other reveals, I was like, oh, wow, okay. But this one was like, whoa, it was ditto. Yeah, someone was like, I hate your Pokemon, too, or whatever. Yeah. But then we find out, yeah, it was actually, it wasn't actually uh, Roger that was being the bad guy. It was Ditto. Yeah. And, disguised and Ditto as Roger. was Howard's Pokemon. And Ditto was and, Howard's Pokemon. And, that, you know, he was the uh, the girl that looked like Jesse. Uh, yeah. And, and you, you can go back in the movie, and anytime someone was wearing sunglasses, yeah. it was Ditto. That's yeah, why, like, Roger in the black SUV watching them, he had sunglasses on. And, right. Yeah. Which I yeah. wonder if that's, like, a callback to the show, too, because... Normally, Ditto can completely mm-hmm. transform, yeah. but in the show, when they meet Ditto, they meet a Ditto that can transform everything but the face. Yeah, yeah. And so you're like, oh, I wonder if this is a callback to the show because it should, like, Ditto should just be able to transform no problem. Yeah. But there was that quirk with that Ditto yeah, in the, in the fun, cartoon, so it was like kind of a nod back. Definitely a fun narrative uh, device there. Um, but yeah, that's pretty. I mean, that was a cr- that was a pretty great twist. I was like, yeah. holy shit. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Tim ends up, um, um, you think that Ditto is going to get her or kill Tim or whatever. And, um, but of course, uh, Tim ends up overcoming him and then, uh, uh, you know, he's left in the, in the room with, um, with with Howard Howard, who has like put his little, which this is Howard's fault. Exactly. You know, so that was, uh, that was pretty cool that it was like. I don't know. That was an interesting twist that I didn't see coming because I didn't. I I genuinely thought that the Howard thing was like believable that he was like this really good guy and that Roger was the bad. Yeah, guy. yeah. You but definitely that's think where you that get Roger's like, like shit, thinking about usurping his dad's yeah. power and taking he does over a good the, job of like, the corporation. Yeah, he, he does a good job of like um, you know taking advantage of mm-hmm. Tim. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, that was pretty interesting. And then uh, of course Tim gets free and then uh, takes the the little mind control thing yeah. off of Howard's body there. And meanwhile, Pikachu's back. Yeah. And they've been battling. Finally getting to see yeah. some electric action. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that was nice. Um so yeah, and then uh of course it showed that Mewtwo is a good guy. So the Mewtwo starts, you know, bringing everybody back down to normal or bringing everyone back back to normal. And then uh but yeah, Roger, the real Roger is who saved him. I couldn't remember yeah, what happened. Yeah. So yeah, the real Roger is actually um, Tim discovers him, and he's actually the one that ends up saving. I couldn't remember what happened there, but yeah, he uh, Ditto's trying to 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 hurt uh, to it's like kick him make, out the window, but yeah, like, to make Tim fall out the window, he's holding on. Yeah, and uh, Roger ends up saving him by pushing Ditto out the window. That's what it was. <laughs> I was like, shit, we're missing something. Yeah, but yeah, so Roger ends up saving him, and then yeah, the real Roger is very so impressed with Lucy that he's like, "I need you to be on the news to like, yeah." Then he talk ends up being like happened. kind of a cool dude. Yeah, he ends know? up being a pretty yeah. chill guy. So you're like, oh, okay, that guy was actually really awesome. So he then, not to judge a book by its cover. Exactly. <laughs> then it's revealed that Harry was in fact with fused with Pikachu. Yeah, and because so Harry was gonna die when it starts to reveal. Your brain automatically clicks like, oh, of course it's Ryan Reynolds. I know. I was like, that's his fucking voice the whole yeah. time. That's yeah. So, funny. so and and in the flashbacks, anytime it shows the dad, it's always from behind that you right. never see the dad's face. And I told Madison that. I was like, I didn't even think about this kid being mixed. Yeah. I just thought he was light skinned or whatever. And so the the mom is obviously black, and then yeah. you find out the dad's white. And I was like, Oh, of course he's mixed. He's like a biracial kid. And they have. Uh, I didn't think about the the dad being white, so I was like, "Shit!" Like that, they got me with that. I was like, "Dang, of course." And then you feel like an idiot because you're like, "It's fucking Ryan Reynolds' voice the whole time." Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, the dad reveal um, gives him the pitch, like, "Stay here with me in Rhyme City. We can be detectives together." Pikachu is Pikachu again, which I think disappointed some people. Yeah. But yeah. we got you. And then. Uh, yeah, we see them uh, 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 kind of right off into the sunset. Yeah, going to be father to, and son detectives. He decides not to go back, and he sticks around. He's like, maybe I'll try being a detective. But the problem still persists. Tim still doesn't have a Pokemon. I know. I'm like, dude, get your own Pokemon, bro. Yeah, it's time. Go catch you a Cubone. 
Yeah. <laughs> that I just, part, I it's... just thought about that. I never thought about that in the movie. I, I just assumed that he's been working with Pikachu the whole time. But right. no, Pikachu is Ryan Reynolds' Pokemon. Yeah, that's pretty crazy, dude. It got me for sure. I was like, dang. And so I thought it was really good, man. Yeah, so it that's was the fun. end of the movie. It was, but it was fun. I thought it was a really cool, like, well done movie. Yeah, yeah. And I had a lot of fun watching it. I thought there was definitely some, like, technical achievement. And then it's, yeah, it's one of those, it's, uh, you can go to the movie that people is they assume is for children and like not feel embarrassed because it's like it's a legit just a, just a right. good movie just good fun afternoon experience true well yeah man so what do you think um i, I was just gonna ask you that kind of like in your opinion what do you think they could have done different or what would you like to have seen be different in this movie that you thought would would have added to the story or was there anything yeah, that yeah. is there was there anything that stuck out that you were like uh if this was changed or if this was if this was a this was a expo- expounded upon yeah. of appreciated it i think was there what, anything like that yeah what jumps to mind for me is i wish there would have been more of those characters like your brock misty yeah you know no like there was no nurse joy or you know any of those side yeah, characters that, that kind of made the world yeah. you know some gym some uh some trainers would have been cool yeah they, sure. and they definitely did a good job working around it but um yeah i kind of wished there was a little bit more of that that original series influence you know yeah see i kind of thought it was i did enjoy it whenever like there was these little easter eggs like nodding back to the the original series yeah yeah because i was like oh shit because whenever something like that pops up you're like oh that's there for me like Mm -hmm. i know what you're talking about that's that references for me (laughs) so that was really cool like i uh i really enjoyed that part of it um yeah man i'm i'm kind of with you and i think it's because you know comes from me being like a staunch gen one or is like i would have liked to have seen like some more of like the original yeah like uh, maybe some people from like the show or something in some sort of way, maybe like even like Professor Oak or oh yeah for sure Professor Oak something yeah. like that would have been cool. Um, there was e- uh, if it was even even just like a background thing, like it didn't even have to be like a main character. If we could have got right. some sort of like cool cameo like that, that would have been yeah. tight. They did a good job making the movie for everybody, but yeah, just as like if I could be a little selfish, that's what I would wish. <laughs> yeah, for. I mean we're nitpicking it for sure. Just I'm just like my suggestions are all like, how could this be made more like the show? Yeah. <laughs> like I thought maybe it would have been cool. Like if, um, like you mentioned earlier, like when, uh, we see Jigglypuff in the bar singing and the, mm-hmm. the kid, the guy falls asleep and she gets mad. I thought it'd been cool. Like to, for her to like take the top of the mic off and it's a marker and he, she yeah, like, drew yeah. on the guy's like face. The show, right. That would have been tight. Yeah. And definitely like the R being on the, uh, on the, uh, vial. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn it. Like, is this Team Rocket? Like, from the beginning, I was yeah. like, shit, it's going to be Team Rocket. This is awesome. Yeah, and then yeah. it wasn't. I was like, dang it. For me, that could be, it, you know, I could excuse not having some of the characters, but, man, I really wish they would have done a Team Rocket yeah, reference or actually tight. had them in there. Yeah, yeah. Um, But, yeah, man, do you, uh, what do you think as far as, like, would you like to see a sequel to this or, like, a continuation? What do you think about that? I... I would hope that they could think up another fun Pokemon story that utilizes all of this, you know, awesome technology and then the look that they that they created, the world that they created. Um, obviously, it's going to have to change. I, mean, I guess Ryan Reynolds could just be the detective dad. I think people really want to watch the the Pikachu part of it. But, um, yeah, it'd be awesome to see this world continue. Um, if I had my wish, it would be a true detective level. A rated uh, <laughs> R Pokemon movie. yeah. Get Woody uh, Harrelson in there with exactly, his, <laughs> yeah. Who who the Pokemon would, sidekick? Who would yeah? Who would his sidekick be? Who would you uh, who would you give in there with Woody Harrelson? Yeah, man, some real know. gruff. Something real gruff. Uh, I don't know. I might have to fuck around and give him a schnubble too. What? Uh, yeah. What's like a grumpy Pokemon? Somebody's yeah, just really, really in a bad mood. Let's let's pair celebrities and Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of anything off top like that. You put me on the spot. Yeah, that's it's yeah. But Schnubble Schnubble comes to mind just because yeah. it's its own. I mean that, and that was kind of like addressed throughout the movie. Like at the beginning, there's like that scene where he's first at the uh, at the at the um, police station, and he's like, "Is this Schnubble mad?" Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it's actually quite. Does he say something to the effect of like, "It's actually quite passive," yeah. or, or you know. <laughs> Um, but yeah, man, um, I don't know. Stumble's the only thing that comes to mind as far as like being like a grumpy Pokemon. 
So I might just have to fuck around and give you, him, give Matt, him a snubble. I, I got it in my head right now. This is the only one good one that I'm going to pull out. Matthew McConaughey from True Detective. His Pokemon has to be like an Alakazam because they would both have that same weird mustache. <laughs> that like ginger mustache. Right. I can see that. Time's That's a flat hilarious. circle. <laughs> nah, that would be cool, man. That would be interesting. I would love to see... I would love to see like maybe like um like a Marvel universe style world of movies. So like yeah. you know how you have like Thor and it's a movie that's in the Marvel universe, but Captain America is not necessarily in Thor's movie. Right. Yeah. So like that it could be like another like self contained story within this universe. Mm-hmm. So it didn't wouldn't necessarily have to reference I would just Detective watch Pikachu. Maybe a it's movie like, that's like I don't know, another hour and a half long movie of just like people living in that world. Yeah, that would be cool. Don't even tell me a story. Just do your documentary style. Show me around. Um, the not Office for sure, man. That would be cool. <laughs> Something with a confessional. Nah, Parks that, and Pokemon. Yeah, that would be cool, man. Um, I would definitely love to see more movies like in this universe or in the style. Like, I don't know. I thought it was a lot of fun. I thought it was like there was a lot of cool like fan service, but not over the top. Yeah, not yeah. over the top. And I think maybe this will open the door for more franchises to get their shot at a movie. Um, I know that sometimes you you like like Pokemon. I would consider a good success. Uh, Sonic is another one of those where it looks really rough. The you know at least so far what we've seen. But they're changing very, it totally. Yeah, people. It's it's a very negative reaction. So I don't know. Sometimes it's hard to adapt a, a video game into a movie, but. Pokemon did it right. I mean, yeah, you hope that it, it allows maybe somebody else to think about another franchise that we love, whether video game, anime, show, whatever. Right, for sure. I mean, I guess, you know, you know uh, the Netflix is doing The Witcher. Oh, uh, that's, that's cool. Yeah, video I game series. That. that would um, be cool. I guess uh, they're trying. They're doing the Cowboy Bebop live action. Yeah, that's true. So we'll yeah. see how that goes. Really excited for that. I think that's um, going to be... <laughs> yeah, I'm stoked. <laughs> to to the audience and to the show, big influential Oh, One yeah. that we got to talk about. For sure. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, man. I think we'll just close out by um, let's just, you know, I want to get your impression overall. What did you think of the movie as far as like on a scale of one to 10? Would you watch it again in theaters or is it just like a, what would you suggest for someone yeah, who hasn't seen it? I, I, think, I think for me, I don't know if this is a movie I'd go back and watch in the theater because I kind of got the experience. Um, I'd definitely put it on. Like if it came on TV as like a Sunday afternoon rerun, I'd check it out. Um, I might stream it on Netflix or something, you know. Um, but not to say that it was a bad movie. Um, I thought it was a great movie. I thought it was a lot of fun. But it's one of those I think that's a contained experience. Like I got what I needed out of it. It's good. I, yeah, I'd be happy to catch a rerun. But like I don't think I'm gonna go seek it out again. If that gives you an idea of like, so like, a, would you give it like a six? Nah, I mean, I'd I'd, I'd give it like a seven or eight, yeah. probably an eight. Um, I was thinking seven, yeah, seven ish. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, it was fun, and it was like I would definitely, like you said, if it's like something that was just on, or if it was on Netflix, I'd be like, eh, I'd yeah, I'd put it on it. In the background, you know, yeah, do some some homework or cook to it or whatever, you know. But yeah, when it was before it came out, before I saw it, I was definitely like fucking jazzed. For oh it. yeah, when I saw and that it's not first like I was trailer, disappointed yeah. by it at all. It was yeah. just like it's like one of those things, like you said, I've had the experience, and now it's just like, eh, like. Yeah, you know, I've seen it and I know what that movie does. So yeah, it's like, I got what I'm I cool needed out it. of it. That nostalgia yeah. and a little bit of new, you know, I'm satisfied. Not for sure, man. Well, Luke, thanks for coming through, man, talking to me about the movie. Um, Always. Why don't you tell people where they can follow you on social media, where they can follow your projects and all that good yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, follow me at Luke OKC. That's on Twitter and uh, on Instagram. It's I am Luke A. Uh, I'm up at Oklahoma Contemporary. Um, check out what we going on, OklahomaContemporary.org. We are transitioning into our new building that's going to open in January 2020. So uh, programming will be a little bit limited, but you'll still see me out in the community doing some uh, some events, getting people to uh, familiarize with what we've got going on when we open the doors. So, you know, always some. Very cool, man. And as always, you can listen to us on social media or find us on social media, rather. Tunes Tunes Podcast, T-U-N-E-S slash T-O-O-N-S. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you find your podcasts. See you guys next time. Bye.